5-4-3-2-1 Hello, I'm Matt Conway and I'd like to welcome you to a very different episode of Travel is Dangerous because while I usually interview people guilty of often serious crimes this time I'm chatting to two young men who are resolutely not criminals but by the time you hear this, they may well be because as anyone who's watched the TV, read a newspaper or glanced at social media over the last few months knows all too well free speech is under attack And no, when I say free speech, I'm not talking about racist language, transphobic op-eds, or Lawrence Loser Fox getting his knickers in a twist because he's not allowed to make jokes about woofters anymore. No, I'm talking about actual free speech, stuff that matters. The right to protest, to criticise, to ask serious questions about a dead old lady's involvement in Britain's blood-stained history. Because, as you probably noticed, the Queen's passing back in September was something of a watershed moment, unleashing a wave of censorship and authoritarianism not seen since, well... A bigoted hubby cocked it a year earlier. It had been coming for a while, of course. We had the dry run in summer when the media and political establishments violently forced us to celebrate the Queen's birthday. But this time, it wasn't just pensioners knitting Union Jack hats we had to contend with. No, this new form of radical royalism came armed not with tea and cupcakes, but threats and intimidation. As a result, criticising the royal family was effectively criminalised. But then things got really bad. So within weeks we had left-wing artists cancelled, critics of the chaotic government silenced, climate protesters demonised for gluing their hands to tarmac. And it's only going to get worse. Which should worry everyone. But it doesn't, because this is the UK and after Brexit and Boris it seems the global British public are quite content to be hoodwinked by right-wing charlatans. Fortunately, a dedicated minority of activists, academics, retired soccer players who saw through the mass psychosis are bravely speaking their minds. Needless to say, they're abused, attacked and arrested for their trouble. But perhaps the most passionate, if surprising, reaction came from two young men not usually known for their political acumen, or any acumen at all. Indeed, a music mogul famously referred to them as not very good and incredibly annoying, and a year ago, few of us would disagree. Until the Queen died and the Tory government imploded, and those irritating team brats we knew and hated transformed overnight into the most dangerous pop stars on the planet. And they've been electrifying the political discourse ever since, their spiky punk rock message amplified by all manner of middle-aged music journalists. But as ever, speaking freely in 2022 comes with a cost. And it's no exaggeration to say that this time next week my guests could well be in jail. Which is why I was both shocked and delighted when their people got in touch with my people about a potential Zoom chat. Naturally, I agreed in a heartbeat, because anyone who says no to groupthink will always have a home on this podcast. And trust me, as someone who still wears a mask on trains, I know all about sticking two fingers up to convention. But even that kind of defines pills next to these guys. And with the royals once again showing their true colours with the shameful Lady Hussey incident and the continued hounding of Harry and Meghan, I can't think of two people I'd like to hear from more. So, without further ado, because I know they're itching to chat, I'd like to say a warm hello to my very special guests, Jedward. How's it going, boys? Yay! Go, Murray! Hello, lads. Um, I gather your webcam isn't working, but that's fine. I can hear you perfectly well. So, first of all, do I call you Jedward or do you prefer Jed and Ward? We prefer John and Edward. Right. Why is that? He's called John and I'm called Edward, Dumbo. Oh, right. John and Edward. Sorry. I'm completely out of touch with how you youngsters talk. So, We're older than you, Matty. Are you? Oh, well, in terms of literal age, yes, but um, intellectually, we're obviously... Um, but you've clearly grown up a lot recently, and that's the main thing. We're intellectual, Matty. We watched a foreign film last week. Sit down, you're killed. Well, obviously you're intellectual. I wouldn't have you on otherwise. But um, can I just say something? 
I know you said your webcam was on the blink, but I think there might be something up your mic too. Who's Mike? Yours. Now, who's this Mike fella? No, no, I mean Mike as in microphone. They're working fine, Matty. Right, um, it's just, there seems a bit of distortion or uh, echo or something. It's it's kind of making you sound sort of squeaky. You saying we sound like children, Matty? No, 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 not at all. It's it's because just... we're all grown up now. We got mountain bikes a lot. Oh, no, no, I don't mean your actual voices. I just mean when it comes through, it's sounding a bit like, funny. Funny how? You know what? I think it's a problem. My end, these speakers can be a bit unpredictable. I'll t- tell you what, I can still hear what you're saying, so let's just plough on. I hope you don't think we came here to mess about, Matty, because we're not daft wins anymore. Oh, I know you're not. That's why you're here. There's nothing immature about you whatsoever. So, um, what was this foreign film you watched? I can't remember the name, but it was Japanese and it was full of guns and titties. We love titties. But not as much as we love guns. Take that, you bollocks! Right, well, I'll I'll make a note of that one. Japanese guns, titties. You'll love it, Matty. But not as much as we love you. Oh, that's very nice of you, thanks. Um, no guns or titties in this episode, though, I'm afraid. Oh, that's okay, Matty. We don't come to you for guns and titties. Now, what we love about this podcast is the way you shine a light on injustice, fight for the oppressed, bring an open mind to some very complex issues. Oh, thanks for that. So, what was your favourite episode? We liked that one where you got bummed by a tranny. Right, I actually didn't get bummed in that one. Nor have I ever been, for the record. Come on, Matty, he bummed you. So he did. Sorry, he bummed you, so he did. Right, really, that's not what happened. Don't be embarrassed, Matty, bumming's great. Bumming rocks big time. What's your problem with bumming, Matty? I don't have a problem with it, I'm all for it, it's just... Matty loves bumming. We should call you Bummer Matty. Bummer Matty, classic. Hang on, I don't love it either. My point wait, is... wait, I've got another. Oh, what do you like? No, wait, you love this one. Go on, then. We should call him... Oh, I can't say it. Come on, spit it out. We should call him Matty the Bummer. <laughs> Matty the Bummer, you're worse than me, so yeah. Look, I can't be Matty the Bummer because I've never bummed anyone. Ah, oh, we're not saying you bummed anyone, Matty. Thank you. We're saying you've been bummed. You're the receiver, Matty. No, I'm not. Oh, that's a shame. We thought you were progressive. Yeah, what's going on, Matty? Aren't you one of us? I'm very much a progressive. I'm not sure I qualify as one of you, but yes, I'm as liberal as they come. People can do what they like with the bums. The point I'm making is, despite how it might have sounded, I never got bummed by that... by Lillian. Are you certain? I'm 92% certain I was never bummed. Because it sure sounded like that tranny was after bumming you. Right, two things. First of all, no, she wasn't. Secondly, perhaps she didn't get the memo in Belfast, which is understandable, but we don't say tranny anymore. Or bumming, for that matter. Oh, oh I'm sorry, Matty. I thought they'd reclaimed it like the hip-hop guys did No, with... they haven't. But, hey, look, you're up there in rural Ireland. You can't be expected to keep up with everything. You know, even I'm learning all the time. Which is why it's frustrating when people ignore the point of that podcast, which was to highlight trans issues, and focus on the irrelevant fact that Lillian drugged me a little bit. We care about trans issues too, Matty. Well, I'm glad to hear it. But not as much as we care about Transformers. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Who's your favourite, Matty? I bet it's Starscream. Get Ben, it's Optimus Prime. I don't actually have one. You don't have a favourite Transformer? Square alert, square alert. Well, I am 29. I didn't even realise there was still a thing. Ah, oh, you'd love them, Matty. We saw a new one in Phoenix last week, right up your street. <sighs> really? Yeah, he's a brand new Gobot called Bumhole B. Oh yeah, he transforms into a massive bumhole and a bee. Right, clearly you're having a good laugh about this. But... Can I buy Bumhole B for you, Matty? Please. I'm all right for now, thanks. Just save your money. Look, right. Don't worry, he won't bum you. 
Why would a toy bum me? I don't know. Why did that tranny bum you? The tranny did... Look, Lillian didn't bum me. We had a chat. An impasse was reached. I became incapacitated for six hours. But I can say with near certainty that nothing happened. And you know what? Even if it did, who cares? Yeah, why are people so... So terrified of... Rape. Whoa, hang on. There was no rape. Well, if he bummed you when you were incapacitated, there kind of was. She didn't bum me. You're right. He bum-raped you. Look, first of all, it's not he bum-raped you, it's she bum-raped you. Secondly, she didn't. And thirdly, even if she did, I probably deserved it. Yeah, you were kind of a dick to him. Exactly! I mean, I mean, no, I mean... Um, look, I suggest you listen to that one again because I don't think you've quite grasped the nuance. Is that a French kitty fiddler? No, nuance, nuance, not, not... Look, I'm pleased you liked it, okay? So what was your second favourite episode? We liked that one where you got bummed by the redneck. Oh, for f- Right, again, that never happened. In fact, I'm 94% certain this time. Can we discuss you two now? Anything you like, Maddie. Lovely. So, listen, you first came to my attention at the height of COVID when I came across a TV interview in which you brilliantly and courageously laid into these selfish idiots who are still refusing to follow the guidelines and keep everyone safe. Um... Aye, Egypt's a lot of them. Yeah, absolute bellends, so they are. I couldn't agree more. But one thing that struck me was the frustration you guys clearly felt, and it, it was something I relate to because, you know, while frontline workers took all the risks and understandably hogged the headlines, it was arguably even harder for artists and creatives like us to deal with the isolation of angst of being stuck at home. Actually, we quite enjoyed the first lockdown. Oh, don't get me wrong, I did too in many ways. Um... I caught up on plenty of reading, made lots of bread, and I even learned how to crochet and play the lute. Oh, that's lovely, Matty. We spent most of it spit-roasting that blonde lassie out of American pie. Um, yeah, I read that you were, um, living with her. Um, that's Tamara Reed, yeah? Is that her name? I don't think I ever caught it. Okay, well, I'm sure you all had a great time together. Oh, did we not? But she'll always have a place in her hearts, Matty. She helped us through a really tough time. Well, that's nice to hear. Aye, she couldn't cook for loving her money, but Christ, the thing she did with her tongue. Okay, well, moving on from COVID, the next time... Filth, Maddie. Pure filth. Yeah, I got that, I got that. Now, the next time I heard from you, and the point when I realised you certainly weren't daft kids anymore, was back in September when you electrified social media with some very stinging but valid criticism of the royal family. So what I'd like to know... Screw the Queen! And the King too! What? Great sentiments, lads, but if you let me finish... What oh, I we're just having a giggle, Matty. Yeah, we just love the, the crack, Matty. Don't you love the crack? Yeah, I love the crack. Just, just like that tranny! <sighs> yes. Well, speaking of crack, um, let's focus on your Twitter crack, because, well, that's why we're here, apparently. So, one thing I admired about your takes on the death of the Queen was the way you cut the bones of the issue with you know, remarkable clarity, no flab, you know, just pure insight. I mean, take this one. People in denial about Britain's imperialist past need to get a grip. Change is hard when your education is a censored version of history. Wow. I mean, that's seriously good stuff. But for anyone who doesn't know the history, could you expand a bit more on what issues with the monarchy actually are? The smell of we. Well, I'm, I'm sure they do, but I don't think that's what you were getting at. Oh, oh you're such a boomer, Mary. I chill the F out, Grandad. Hang on, I thought I was younger than you. Aye, but you're old school, we're new school. <laughs> old school? I bet Mary smells of wee too. <laughs> Mary wee wee, that's what we should call you. Or wee wee Mary, even better. 
Right, I don't smell of weed, but never mind. Um, okay, how about we get the good stuff? Because as fierce critics of the royals, I'm sure you've got a hell of a lot to say about the recent shameful incident involving Lady Hussey and that black woman, which, much like the Queen's death, resulted in scorn directed at anyone who dared to criticise the royals or highlight the institution's long history of racism. So, if you want to give it both barrels, the floor's all yours, and if any royalists, or indeed royals, are listening, you've been warned. Stand back. Who's Lady Hussey? She's the woman from last week. You know, the racist one. Is that the wee girl who married Harry? No. God, no. That's that's Meghan. Harry's one of the good ones. Probably the only good one, actually. Oh, but, aye. We love Harry. But, but we loved him more when he used to get off his tits and dress up as Hitler. Well... Yeah, he made a few mistakes when he was younger. So who's this lady husky? Well, I'm surprised he didn't see it. I mean, it was all over the news. But, all right, well, she was the royal aide or handmaiden or something who, at a function last week, traumatised a black woman by repeatedly and aggressively asking her where she was from. No? Okay. Well, anyway, the whole incident was vile, but the reaction was even worse. You know, lots of pitiful justifications. She's 83, she spoke out of turn, she didn't realise she was being a massive bigot. Basically the usual apologist nonsense. It had pretty much kind of summed up everything you guys have been saying about the royal family. All right, I think I might have heard about that. Well, look, it sounds awful, but, you know, anyone who thinks there's something strange about an old lady repeatedly asking the same question has clearly never met our mammy. Oh, I know. What time did he get in last night? Who left those stains on the curtain? She's a bloody menace, so she is. Okay, but it wasn't just that she kept asking, it was what she was asking. You know, in 2022, it's very problematic to demand that a member of a minority tells you where they're from. And even worse to assume they're not British. Oh, right, we had no idea, Maddie. Is it also problematic to assume someone's from Belfast just because they're Irish? Right, well... Well, it can be, but again, it, it depends on the reason. I mean, it obviously wouldn't be as problematic if someone was to, you know, simply get two places mixed up. Two places in different countries? Well, I, I get how that could cause offence. So, right, OK, I'll hold my hands up and admit I misspoke earlier. But, you know, as I said, I'm happy to learn. So, just to clarify, where are you from again? Sorry? Where are you from? Could you speak up? I didn't catch it. I said, where are you from? My God, Matty, did you just repeatedly ask us where we were from? Yes, but only because you didn't hear me. Maybe Lady Hush probably didn't either. She's 83, you know. Yeah, but... Right, this is very different. You okay there, Matty? You sound awfully confused. Well, yes, I am, actually. I'm confused as to why you defend the royal family all of a sudden. We're not defending them, Matty. In fact, we're not really interested in them at all. So why did you send all those tweets about them? About the Queen? About imperialism? About racism? Don't ask us, our manager wrote them. Really? We couldn't give a shit about the monarchy. We got a tour coming up and he said, if you want to get some new followers, just tweet some garbage about the royals. And before you know it, loads of self-hating English Egypts will be kissing your arse. And here we are! Yes, here you are. Right. Um, I think I know what's going on here. You're not the real Jedward, are you? Say what? Catch yourself on, Maddie. Who else could we be? Well, you sound like them, and you probably look like them, and to all intents and purposes, you are them. But you're not the real Jedward. I've been following the real Jedward for months. The real Jedward wouldn't willingly make themselves look ridiculous. The real Jedward wouldn't allow someone else to write their tweets. And the real Jedward certainly wouldn't undo all the important work they've been doing to make puerile jokes about Transformers and titties. 
So that leaves me with only one question. Why are you censoring yourselves? Pardon me? You heard. Why are you pretending to be something you're not? Um, that's two questions, Matty. They got to you, didn't they? Have you been smoking the reefer? Come on. It's a setup, isn't it? They knew you were coming on here, so they got to you and told you to rein it in. Or else. Who? Them. They. The right-wing hacks who want to stop us protesting imperialism. The establishment spooks who spent weeks forcing us to join in with this circle jerk of grief and subservience. The sinister Tory bastards who took one look at the truth bombs you were dropping and made you discredit yourselves by coming on here and talking inane nonsense about mountain bikes and octopus prime. I've no idea what... Oh, God, I can't do this anymore. You're right, Maddie. We had no choice. They threatened us. They said they'd cut our mickeys off. Finally. Right, listen, lads. You can say what you like here. As I said at the beginning, free speech is paramount. As long as people aren't inciting violence or turning dogs into Nazis, I'm all for it. I'm sorry, Maddie. We have to go. We've said too much. Come on, this is important. <laughs> it's not worth the risk, Maddie. They're coming for us. They told us stuff about you, too. I've got nothing. I'd let them do that. What do you mean by stuff? They told us you were subversive. They said you had blue hair. That you went to old ladies and got bummed by a tranny. And, and a redneck. redneck. Look, they can say what the... Old ladies? They fed us a load of sordid stuff from your Cambridge days. How you had a sexual interest in pensioners. Oh, God. Right, I don't know who they've been speaking to, but as I said repeatedly to the cleaner who barged into my room without knocking, just because the Golden Girls is on when someone is masturbating does not mean they're masturbating over the Golden Girls. You know, it speaks volumes that the only way they can spear me is by digging up some silly misunderstanding from six years ago. But this is what happens when you refuse to suck up the privileged elite. They said you had a Jeremy Corbyn pillowcase too. Well, yeah, but that was a present. And matching underpants. Okay, they came as a pack and they were bloody comfy. Anyway, look, right, I'm glad we got to the bottom of this because I knew something was off from the beginning. You know, I thought you were just nervous, but I get it now. You're bloody terrified. Uh, this is what centuries of oppression does to people. The English are a disease, lads, a bloody disease. I'm, I'm sorry, so- Matty, we've been shaking like leaves, so we have. We had to act all daft because we didn't know what else to do. We didn't mean to disrespect you, Matty. We'd never do that. It's okay, it's okay. I get it. I mean, look at all the snooping they've done on me. And if they can do that to a successful Englishman, what chance does the average Irish nobody have? It's not John Cleese. This is the real cancel culture right here. Is there anything we can do to make it up to you, Matty? Well, first of all, you can tell us who it was that threatened you. Oh, I don't know, Matty. I'm not sure it's safe. All the more reason to get it out there. Look, the world needs to know, for all our sakes. <sighs> okay, well, there was a knock at the door at 7 o'clock Saturday morning. No, it was Sunday. No, it was definitely Saturday. Postman Pat had just started. Postman Pat's on on Sundays too. Is it balls you're thinking of go-jetters, dipstick? Don't call me a dipstick, I'll kick your paws in so I will. Lads, lads, it doesn't matter what day it was, just tell me what he said. I'm sorry, this is still very raw. Just take your time. Well, like I said, there was a knock at the door. Our mammy answered it and the next thing we knew she was sparked out on the floor and standing over her was a man in a suit wearing a Union Jack balaclava. Oh, God... It was terrifying, Matty. I nearly choked on my Cocoa Pops. We tried to get away, but before we knew it, he pulled a shotgun and pinned us to the floor. He said, OK, you little bastards. You've been working your tickets on that Twitter and we're not happy about it. You need to do what we say or by God, you'll suffer the consequences, so you will. 
the- and he threw us a piece of paper with your name on it. He said, I don't care how you do it, but you have to get in touch with this guy immediately. Go on his podcast and tell the world all that woke stuff was a sham or by God we'll come back and execute you and your entire family and cut our mickeys off. Yeah, and the mickey thing too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, did he call the police? What- he would have done, Matty, but he... He, he took her. He took Mammy. He said if we even think about calling the pigs, we'll never see her again. Oh, my God. Look, I'm glad you shared this, but this is kidnap. You really should have gone to the authorities before talking about it in public. We know it's a risk, Matty, but we just had to talk to someone. And luckily, it's highly unlikely they're going to find out we went on some ridiculous podcast no one listens to and spill the beans to a deluded spoiled brat who wanks off of a Betty White eating cheesecake. Merry Christmas, Bummer, Matty! Well, um, it looks like these speakers are working properly now anyway. <laughs>